You are now tuned in to Dear Stylist Beyond the Showroom. Grab a cocktail while we uncover the unfashionable side of the industry. Check us out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Dear Stylist. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, stylists? It is Jane Doe here with B Hunt on episode five of Dear Stylist Beyond the Showroom. Today, we are going to get into designers and fashion stylists and talk a little bit more about that. So here's our special guest, Mr. Brandon Hunt. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? You know, we pushing it moving. Uh, how yeah. are you navigating with COVID? How have you been adjusting to that little situation? Honestly, I've really taken it as an opportunity to to really work on myself and, and grow um, yeah. my business and just kind of start start trying different things as far as my business and my brand. So it's kind of helped me. Uh, it's kind of it's <laughs> difficult because I can't get dressed and go places like I want to. Exactly. Right. It's like during this time <laughs> I've been taking advantage. <laughs> right. I've been taking advantage of the little things like going to the store and just, you know, <laughs> the little things like that. So yeah, we definitely learned to appreciate life in these moments. Um, with me, I actually got the transition early. I've been quarantining for about two years now, uh, <laughs> two and a half years. So, yeah. Um, and I talk about this a lot, a lot, a lot. I had a Apple injury where I was uh, my earbuds exploded wow. in my ear and it internally electrocuted me uh to the point why i had to stay in the house for two years because i was sensitive to everything with the nerve damage so that's pretty much how the backstory came about how dear stylist so when everybody was quarantined and locked in the house it was go time for me because now everybody had to adapt to a lifestyle i already had so yeah. their stylist actually pivot with the um, pandemic opposed to taking a huge hit. So I've been super grateful for that. Yeah, that's good. But, um, yeah, so tell us a little bit about who you are for the people that are not familiar. Absolutely. Well, uh, my name is Brandon Hunt. Um, I go by by B Hunt. So that's pretty much like my, my stage name. Um, mm-hmm. I am a, a wardrobe stylist as well as a designer. Um, really uh, all over all around just artists and entrepreneur. I uh, also have an online shop, which is LaVintageApparel.com. And so I've been doing that for, shoot, probably about six years now. Six years. Yeah, six years now. Kind of started out as I was just doing like, just thrifting, thrifting and finding like- like I know the vintage. I know the vintage. It has been ringing a bell in my head. I know the vintage from old when it first started, if I'm not mistaken. I feel like it had a Houston presence because I don't know too many the vintages, so it it had to be you. Wow. Well, yeah. Thank you for that. (laughs) I I definitely, you know, been working on it for a while and just trying to perfect it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's definitely ups and downs, so it's times where I'm not feeling it and then but I still have to work through it and and I I think it really builds character and and it's kind of built you know it's kind of shaped me into who I am yeah but um but yeah so I mean I have my story kind of started out as through like uh just thrifting finding you know different 
eclectic items and then um people were actually interested in my items and wanted to buy stuff off of me and i'm like hold up this is part of my collection <laughs> my fetish, you, you know. <laughs> and so uh, i just kind of transitioned to just selling my stuff and uh, I, I did it on etsy at first and then i got to the point where i'm like i don't want nobody else taking no percentage out of I what agree. i got going on <laughs> so <laughs> So you know I they'll take a new percentage. <laughs> yes, they will. They can't wait to take it. <laughs> no, but uh, for real, I I just started my uh started my website and I built it, you know, from the ground up, um, literally hours and hours into my website, just putting content and it's changed a lot over the years. Cause I can look back at at my first website, like, well, you don't know what you was doing. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I've just, I kind of built a brand and uh, I'm originally from Phoenix. Um, mm -hmm. So I've moved to Dallas uh, just a year ago. It'll be a year ago, oh. September 1st. Joe, welcome to the yeah. South. <laughs> yes, I love, I've always wanted to be out here in the South. And so it's, it's definitely a dream come true for me. And uh, oh. it's, it's been an opportunity for me to expand my band, my, uh, my brand and mm -hmm. uh, just really network meet new people but yeah. um whew, i'm trying to think <laughs> where can i really start um as far as shoot how i even began to get in the industry um i think it really was my uh, me starting to model in phoenix yeah. I, I did like uh, phoenix fashion week and mm -hmm. I just started modeling, and uh, a lot of my a lot of people were wanting me to style their their uh, their clothing lines, and so I was just like, uh, I guess I'll I'll you know help some people out with their brands, and mm -hmm. so I kind of started doing that, and uh, at the same time was like styling my own shoots for my own brand, the vintage, and kind of just getting experience doing that, and in 2016, uh, Phoenix Fashion Week reached out to me. And they wanted me to do a uh, a fashion show. Basically, uh, it was a fashion show for stylists, um, just stylists in Arizona. And you you had mentioned uh, have I worked with other stylists, and that was a enough. That was probably the first time that I worked with other stylists. Um, we were kind of in competition, but it was it was great working with. We're we gonna, we gonna talk about that. We're gonna get we're gonna get <laughs> way into that uh because I don't think it's talked about enough. So yeah. we are going to talk about that because there's not much camaraderie in the fashion styling industry. Another reason why I created yeah. the platform to give stylists community because we're the only people that can't really work together. You can have a team of makeup artists, you can have a team of this, but um from my personal experience, it's always been hard working with other stylists and I couldn't for the life of me understand why yes. so we're gonna get into that <laughs> so when you're not being hunt and I'm gonna find out I gotta, I'm gonna go through my Facebook because I know for a fact <laughs> I know the vintage <laughs> I know for especially during Facebook days yeah. I know for a fact so I'm gonna go back and check that out but uh, when you're not being hunt when you're not uh, doing things for the vintage like who are you behind the scenes um, I mean I'm a, a about to be a dad, a dad, dad. And so, yes, absolutely. Thank you. My son's probably going to be here uh, September, mid-September sometime. So um, that's definitely a, a milestone for me 
just a transitional phase, really. Um, so um, outside of that, um, I do do music. A lot of the time in my free time, I'm producing or singing, um, writing music. Um, That's my hidden I'm, talent. <laughs> <laughs> for real? Nobody, nobody knows that, but uh, I got my first celebrity yes. placement because I was in the studio writing, and I met my first celebrity client. I used to do uh, the street team for Dev Jam, and I used to write on a few nice. projects. So that's my hidden talent, though. No one knows that I actually sing and stuff like that, but I write music as well. And I think it's interesting that a lot of us fashion people also have that background in, like, music. We're just all around yes. creative, so that's dope. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's really what I be doing in my free time. Um, <clears throat> if it's not music or... Honestly, I be styling a lot of the time. I get bored and I just go in my closet like, mm, let me put some books together. <laughs> <laughs> let me finesse this. Right. Um, I think is the me going deep into my career is it get kind of hard for me to get motivated in my own closet uh, yeah. because I also have a branding and marketing firm. So. Mm -hmm. I'm always building other brands, but when it comes to my own, like my own personal brand, like I get so tired. I just throw on anything at this point because I'm so invested. But um, during quarantine, I am starting to learn just to still sort of pay attention to what's going on over here too. So it's good you've been able to brush your skills up because a lot of stylists are feeling discouraged during this time about not being able to get clients and not being able to do their work. And, yeah. you know, you have to have multiple sources of income as a fashion stylist because if you're not a certain person stylist, you're not on salary or especially if you're a stylist for like a department store like a Nordstrom or a Saks, you're not making no yeah. money. So everybody Absolutely. is like, what am I going to do now? I'm not creative because I'm depressed. I don't have no money coming mm -hmm. in. What's happening? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. Like It's real life out here. And um, so it's good that you're still able to be like, okay, I'm bored. Let me go in my closet and you know, get motivated a little bit and get my styling on. I didn't notice, speaking of, that you work with so many different types of clients. You can go on your page, you can find some editorial, you can find some red carpet, you can find a kid, you can find yeah. curvy women, you can find anything. So how do you, how are you able to cater to such a wide variety of people? Because normally when stylists, they like to focus on that one area of fashion styling and stick to it. How are you able to navigate through it? Yeah. Um, wow. That's a good question. I, I really wanted to create a brand that was for the people, honestly, and, and with no, I that. thank you. With no, uh, with no boundaries really. And I just want to be able to work with any and everybody. I, w I don't ever want to limit myself. I feel like, um, well, the the first time where I was actually challenged was uh, when I did Phoenix Fashion Week, and we literally had to choose like a theme for that for our show, mm -hmm. and and I I chose a theme that I felt would be difficult because I do like to be challenged, and ever since then, um, people will be like, oh well, what do you what do you think you you know you're best at as far as styling? And I'm I really can't tell them because uh, I really try to. I pride myself in, in really knowing how to work with different, you know, people, kids. I love working with it's kids. Rare. So. <laughs> yeah. That's something that stuck out to me uh, with going through your portfolio. I'm like, okay, you don't just cater to a specific type. So, and I like the way how you market it to where it still all looks cohesive. 
because yeah. me as a fashion stylist, if you look at my page, you're only going to assume I do editorial styling because mm-hmm. that's that's my passion. I love editorial. That's what I like to. That's what I like to do. So you'll see most too. of my shoots. That's that's my thing because I like to go mm-hmm. crazy. I don't like uh, people trying to put me in a box. Uh, I like to be free and kind of do my own thing. That's why I, you know, I'm in that industry. But if you look at my page, you would only think that I cater to, you know, print or editorial or sample size. But behind the scenes, I'm building other brands, and it's, it's difficult sometimes to market yourself as so many different types of stylists but you've been able to yeah. do it in a way that it doesn't take away from you know who you are you're like okay i can call him for anybody so that's why i said i could see yeah. that your message yeah. is being relayed because that's what you get when you look you're like okay i can have him style this person it don't matter what size they are it don't matter how old they are you know mm-hmm. behind he got it so yeah, that's, wow. that's super, super super dope that um, means so, uh, that means a lot coming from you because i've been I really uh, worked hard on trying to get that aesthetic and get that point across because a lot of people, because I am a celebrity stylist, um, a lot of people feel like they have to be a celebrity or they have to be rich or it just takes a lot, but it really, it really doesn't. Yeah. You, you, you convey that perfectly. I've never seen it done. So, you know, flawlessly like, okay, this person does this and I, I always look at stuff not just as a stylist but since i'm also a stylist staffer and i put stylists um for different jobs i'm always looking at it from a consumer standpoint from a marketer standpoint and also from a fashion stylist so you hit all you know the nails on being able to say okay hey this is what i do it's it's a clear message and i think that's something to be learned from other stylists to be clear with your message uh, even if you're catering to multiple people, still be clear with who you're catering to and how you're catering to them. So I think that's super dope. Uh, you also mentioned earlier, so now we're going to get way into that, about you working with uh, the stylist um, in the past. I could speak for myself. I've had a mixed, um, I've had mixed uh, situations. So in the beginning of my career, I was a very popular stylist here in Houston. So anytime somebody said, hey, Jane Doe is one of the stylists, or if they make you the lead stylist, you're going to get some hate from the other stylists, and it's uncomfortable. (laughs) Exactly. I remember last year, actually, I was styling the Megan Thee Stallion and Maxwell Cream video. And one of the stylists was like, I don't want to be in a room with her. Put me in another room. In the far went, I didn't know this woman. <laughs> she was just like, I don't want to be in the same room with her. I had offered her a rack. I had bought extra racks. I set up the room so that I could accommodate any stylist that comes. I'm like one of them nurturing, yeah. mothering stylists. And she was just like, no. <laughs> put me in another room. They had to move some stuff around to put her in another room. So... Uh, let's talk about your experience with working with other stylists. Uh, how? What is that like? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've definitely had, you know, um, it's been mixed for me too, because um, mm-hmm. I I literally have some very close friends that are also stylists, and so we've we've found like a common ground and we can work together. And it's not about oh, it's your work or it's my work. It's literally a collaborative effort. We were both there. And both of our minds work together and we both created something dope. Um, 
and that's what I that's what I would want it to be, you know, with most with most stylists. But I have found that work with people, people, you know, diff, certain people they want. Everybody uh, wants credit. Everybody wants credit for what they do, but it's like it's not even that deep sometimes. Like if you were, if you're part of it and you you know you did your part, just be, accept that. But um, I definitely, I've definitely worked with people that that it's it's about i don't know if it's about like being i really don't know what it is honestly but i i have found that working with (laughs) other people um you do find that there's there's a stylist that that don't really want to collaborate um yeah but i feel like it's it's really a collaborative effort anything as far as when it comes to art you can always have another creative eye to, to help in the process. Exactly. Um, even with, uh, I've been noticing, like, I'll reach out to, you know, certain people for something or for styling, and they'll be like, oh, well, I don't need a stylist or something. And I'd be like, okay, I feel you, but at the same time, you like, you gotta, be, you gotta be open to, to you know, getting help from other people and enhancing your wardrobe. It it doesn't hurt to even talk to another stylist because I've even reached out to other stylists like, Hey, let's collaborate. Let's make some, make some looks for you, for you and for your wardrobe. But that's so crazy to me because, um, I don't, I don't get it. Like hairstylist team, they come together. They come, sometimes they come in a pack or you can go to any of these modeling agencies and they have everything, but fashion stylists always get left out of the fold for some reason. <laughs> and the biggest thing, I talk about this all the time because it really grinds me, <laughs> yeah. is when you could play any song or and a rapper gonna be like, I don't need no stylist. I'm too fresh for a stylist. I don't need no... And I'm like, they ain't never <laughs> saying they don't need their barber. Nobody ever said they don't need their makeup oh. artist. But so many different rappers are making music about not needing us. Man. And we kind of treat... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a fashion styling advocate, so I get down. I'm trying to fight for our rights here. Because <laughs> yeah. we don't have yeah. a lot. It's been many a times I can go to a set. They got the vanity mirror and the makeup section. No rack, no steamer, no hangers, nowhere to change. Most it's always you having to, it, yeah, you have to figure it out. And then we, you would think since we understand, we'll be a little bit different with each other. Yeah. And styling yeah. projects are a lot. It's not just putting the looks together. It's so much that goes into it. There's it research, is. sourcing, pulling. It's a lot of no's you get, a lot of emails, a lot of paperwork. <laughs> and sometimes you need help. And you can ask the stylist, hey, let's collab on this project. I use a little help. You can put this on your portfolio. They're like, no, I want my own job. And yeah. I don't understand yeah. uh, why it has to be that way, why it can't be a wardrobe team. Like the yeah. same thing happened to me. I was styling the Young Jeezy video. Uh, he was working on 103 project or something like that. The video hasn't come out yet. But we were yeah. working on that video, and I remember um, just not – being completely accommodating and then just it was so many ins and out again the stylist didn't want to work together she ended up leaving you know what maybe that's why this is the same stylist i work with on the kevin gate shoot so <laughs> i don't know <laughs> we never even like said hi to each other but it, it's always something lacking for the fashion stylist 
And the fact that we're not able to come together, it bothers me for the most part, which is why I created this uh, platform so that we can talk to each other, teach each other, grow together. Because even you can be the top stylist. I'm sure June Ambrose still have things to learn. I'm sure she don't just know everything. And and I, I just wanted to be able to, you know, give that back. And hopefully as a result, we can start moving around in wardrobe teams. Because everybody yeah. want to be entitled to one person. And it's not like that for real. And then you get so invested in this celebrity. And then you maybe you might get a team or a manager that'd be like, okay, it's time to scrap your stylist. And then now you yeah. didn't gave all yourself to this <laughs> one situation. And now you have nothing to run to. So yeah. with that, um, seeing as though you do also own, um, you design and you also own your own clothing brand. Yeah. Do you ever research or, or reach out to other stylists to have them style your stuff, or do you kind of keep it to yourself since you are a stylist as well? Uh, I do reach out to other people. I've, I've I have some close friends that I've reached out to, and I'm like, yo, like let's collab. I have a show coming up, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, uh, when I was in Phoenix, um, I, I really had a community of people that I did really oh. I could really count on, mm-hmm. as well as. Um, I mean, when I was in Phoenix, I did pop-up shops and fashion shows, and I curated events around communities. So I would have music artists. I would have people who paint, as well as other stylists come and help me out with the fashion show. And it's it's a really a collaborative effort. So um, I really feel you, and I really appreciate you for, for doing this, because um, we don't have anything like this mm. where people can actually collaborate or really just talk about um, the industry. Yeah, yeah, we we need that. We needed a voice because I, I sat around and I waited. I remember mm-hmm. one time, uh, it was maybe 2015, uh, Rihanna had announced that she was going to start her own firm, like her own creative firm, where it would have fashion stylists and this and this and that. And I remember feeling discouraged because I'm like, well, damn, since she's doing it, I can't do it anymore. And I stopped. And it never came out. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I have so much knowledge because I did. I started fashion styling when I was still doing word of mouth. I'm doing marketing campaigns from the streets. I'm 14 years old telling people, this this is my portfolio. (laughs) I'm trying to, you know, book that way. But I've created so many different things just to try to bring stylists in so that we could work together. And my efforts, I felt like they were in vain until I created Dear Stylists. So I even got to the point where I created a forum to where it's like a Twitter. You can go on a website, follow another stylist. You can drop your port, say, hey, what do you feel about this? Hey, guys, y'all know anywhere I could pull from? And then I kind of create that community. And it's hard sometimes, but I still give all stylists access to me to ask questions. Yeah. Because there's been so many times throughout my career. I've never had mentorship. So there's been so many times in my career I wanted help. Um, that no one would respond to me or no one would want to work with me or help me. So I had to literally bust my ass and fall on it in order for me to figure some things out and, you know, kind of maneuver. So that's what my whole stance is, building community for stylists so that we can start working together and then we could be our own tribe of people that can flex together and not have to fight each other. Um, (laughs) So I go hard for it, like, you know, how we do with, uh, I'm black, we black, black all day. So, 
Yes. Uh, I go hard for black people rights and then for fashion stylists. I think that's my purpose to make sure that we have, you know, different rights and resources as well. So um, with that, how do you, do you feel, I want to say, how important do you think it is for stylists and designers to be connected? Uh, I think it's, I honestly think it's, you said stylists and designers. Mm-hmm. I think it's big. I think they go hand in hand um, yep. because, I mean, as a stylist, you have so many people like reaching out to you for, for different things. It'd be much easier if you had a group of designers that you can say, like, you know what? I can pull from these designers for this shoot and you guys can use the same content for your site or whatever you have going on. And I can use it for whatever I have going on too. And this person can exactly. take advantage of it as well. So. It's a, it's a team effort you know what's so crazy I, I think stylists are starting to get a little bit of um some recognition one of the most talked about videos right now is of course WAP <laughs> and <laughs> it's so funny how that came about because um according to Cardi B it came about because her stylist which is mm-hmm. Colin Carter and then Colin Carter and then uh, EJ King who is Megan's stylist they yeah. came together and they helped put it together. And I was so excited that they gave them that credit because that's like the biggest, most talked about video right now. And I think stylists yeah. are finally starting to, you know, be recognized because a lot of the time we're the designers, we're the stylists mm-hmm. and we're the creative directors for the project. Yes, but you don't really see the recognition for that. Um, do you have a story about a time when you have to like wear all of the hats in something and you got overwhelmed for a project or you had to do all of it by yourself? I mean, I think <laughs> that's pretty much like every, every, every show I've done. I've done, I mean, Phoenix fashion week, I did have a good friend uh, that, that helped me style, style some looks, but, but it's always like, I mean, if you want to do like a fashion show, you literally have to, reach out to the models, maybe have a model casting and then have judges for that model casting. It's yeah. like, you really have to do wear all the hats every time, especially when you, I don't know, as a creator, it, it's nice to have a team of people to have to do other things for you. But sometimes I want to have my hand in everything, whether it's Me. from the down <laughs> to the, down to the literally like the the stage like i want the stage to be how i want i want the decorations to be how i want so there's times where i do have to wear all the hats um but it is nice to have a team of people who can you know help you out and really throw ideas back and forth i've I've run into problems because i i haven't taken the opportunity to reach out to other people and have creative like sessions talk you know throw ideas back and forth you are me. Um, <laughs> because we can only get so far what mm-hmm. i'm learning uh because i've been i had a chip on my shoulder i won't lie i've been like i've been doing this since i was 14 i've been able to be my own pr my own this my own net and i got this portfolio and i'm like okay well why do i need but at some point you do need a team and you need community yeah. But my issue with that is I don't know too many people that have the drive that I have and will dedicate their souls to a project like I would. So if I have to go back and tell you how to do something, it kind of, if you can't think for me, you can't be on my team. And that's what kind of 
you know, it, it puts up a barrier when trying to build the proper team. But what I can say is something that we're going to need eventually if we plan to expand our businesses the way we're thinking they're going to go. Yeah. Oh, That's definitely, yeah. expansion is definitely the goal. And I've just because I, I mean, before I moved here, I had opened a store in Phoenix and I had a little boutique. And um, I realized that team is so important. And at the end of the day, nobody's going to take care of your baby like you. And, oh. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like it, my store was literally my baby. It still is my baby. You know, I created it. And so when I had a store and just had people like working in the store for me, you really see how people don't just, they're not going to, you got to really create a, a map for people, which yep. is what I did not do. Create that map so they'll understand what it is that you want out of your business and where it can go. And they need to understand where it can go is that's the most, probably the most important because if they don't see the envision, they're not going to be working as hard as, as you. Exactly. They're going to BS you, and I'm going to let you go. <laughs> it's time to go. Right. I forgot to ask you when you were telling us your backstory. Mm-hmm. Who have you worked with? We forgot to mention. But let's run down. Like, talk your shit. Tell us. <laughs> tell us. <laughs> um, like, you know. I think my, my first client uh, ever was uh, Lance Gross. Now he Dope. does like he does like some some shows uh some she's been in some movies. I know that Okay, he's a photographer also. Yeah, he's a so very dope photographer. Dope. He's great. It's crazy. I knew him as a photographer before I even knew that he was in movies and stuff. That's um, crazy. And so I did it like a custom a custom hat for him. Um, that was, had to be probably before probably before 2016 that was probably my first and then i did um olivia r&b artist i know uh, she did a song back in the day with 50 cent yeah uh, <laughs> um, he was on uh love and hip-hop new york too the first yeah. couple seasons mm-hmm. yeah um i'm trying to think tara wallace she's on a uh, some love and hip-hop, yeah, love and hip-hop. <laughs> See, you, i know you tara <laughs> tara yeah um, i'm industry you said what I say, yeah, I'm industry. Like I'm one of those industry people. Maybe you are the same. Um, I'm. I know the people, but I'm not in the mix. Yeah, same. So I like it's some people. Like I didn't even like um, Bishop Don. He he's on uh, yep. Chicago Black Ink. I styled him um, not too long ago. Maybe it was. Uh, I think it was about two years ago. But before before styling him, I didn't really know who he was, and then I actually. Became a fan and was started actually watching the, watching the show. But um, I think the biggest celebrity that I've done so far was Danny Lay. I worked on her first tour. Yeah, that she's was, super popping. She's been in the industry a long time, and she's just starting to get, like, you know, they give her a hard time in the press. She's cool, though. <laughs> she's, it's, it's crazy. I've, I've actually known her even before she was you know, Danny Lay. She was shopping at my, at my store. And I was making her like like custom little custom stuff that she could wear, and and then she just blew up, and I'm like, wow, that's it's crazy how somebody could just blow up in front of your eyes. <laughs> you know, listen, so, <laughs> so that that happened to me with um, Ari Lennox. So I was mm. double booked 
for a weekend and I I used to listen to Ari Lennox like 2013. Yeah. So I, I didn't know about her because I lived in DC during that time. Mm-hmm. So I knew about her around the way, but that weekend I was supposed to be going to style Janae Aiko. So I had to pass on that opportunity. Yeah. But there was like a civil rights movement in New York and I never even got to work with Janae Eco and I had yeah. to pass up on Ari Lennox. And then immediately after, well, not immediately after, but she just came back up and then now she just popping, same old yeah. Ari. And I'm like, dang, like, you know, sometimes you miss out on opportunities, but, you know, what's for you is for you. My Absolutely. first client was actually Roscoe Dash. Okay. Um, when he was Marvin Gaye Chardonnay. So that was 2012. Yeah. And I Dang, thought I was lit. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was just turning 18. I moved to Atlanta. I went to Clark Atlanta for uh, college and I moved nice. there. And I knew August Alcina from high school. Yeah. And he actually introduced me to Roscoe Dash. And then Bongo I started Mitch. styling him. Yeah, so it, <laughs> it started <laughs> long while. And, um, I've gotten to do a lot of different types of styling. My favorite is always going to be like editorial. That's what I'm going to, you know, that's what I like to leave with the world. I wasn't a people person until now. And that's just because we have to social distance and we have to, you know, do all this new stuff. And so now the world is like on my speed of how I like to communicate. So now I'm able to flourish. But at first I, I love being behind the scenes. Uh, I would get invited to the parties. I wouldn't go. Um, just so many things. So how have you yeah. been able to stay afloat in the industry all these years and be able to, you know, keep your career moving? Um, I think it's really just uh, having a passion for people and really wanting, uh, I don't know, I want to see the better in, in everything. Yeah. Whether that's why I'm a designer, I see something and I want to make it like, I'm like, okay, that's cool, but It'd be better if it had some more buttons or if, if it had this little slit on the side. And so mm-hmm. I'm always trying to enhance. And that's really my driving force is, you know, to to help people um, with their confidence. I mean, I know um, looking good, you look good, you feel good. And um, my, my end goal is really to just leave love on this earth. I want to protrude like i want to exude love and and i want i feel like um i honestly feel like god has put certain people in certain places to do certain things and my thing is fashion and i I just want to touch the world through that through fashion through you know styling people i want them to feel that love and i want them to to know that i don't necessarily want to talk specifically about you know god but i I do want people to know that i am a christian and no (laughs) we are team god over here this silence is a faith-based business and i am not afraid to say it because what has been consistent when nothing else was i have had deals fall through i have had deals go crazy god's been consistent and he kept it kept me here from the very beginning and I'm still yeah. able to have a consistent career despite everything that's going on. So continue. I don't care who don't like it. <laughs> we is faith-based over here. Yeah. Um, which brings me to my last question. Like what is 
I know you have your a celebrity stylist, you have the vintage. What's your legacy? What are you going to leave behind to the fashion styling industry? Or just what will you leave us in general? Uh, I, I, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question. That, it really is a great question. Um, I have so many visions for my life and, and what I want to do. I definitely want to leave a legacy for my family and for, you know, for years to come. Um, I definitely want the vintage to be a household name. Um, I just want, I think the name just be hunt to be behind the vintage. I think be hunt as a stylist or as a person will be larger than the vintage or anything else. And so to be behind my brand and, uh, I think be hunt just as far as like music and, different things is just to have my hand in a lot of different pots. Um, I do feel like I've been given the gift to write and do music and do other things. And I want to utilize everything I can while I'm on this earth Mm -hmm. and just take advantage of it and be able to put my art out into the world. Um, And so the legacy I want to leave really is um, just art images. I want people to remember me by images. I remember, I remember, you know, Brandon did this photo shoot and just, I just want to be memorable to to people. So whether that be through music, hearing a song like that I produced or or wrote, Mm -hmm. just, I know those things are are what last forever, music and and art. That's a fact. I super appreciate that. Like your time, your energy, your presence. Uh, I think you've really given us something that we could take home um, just about being multifaceted in the industry and being able to wear all of the hats and still navigate. Um, I'm wishing you so much success, you know, in regards to your career. Like I said, I've never seen it executed so flawlessly and not be all over the place with like, you know, <laughs> you styling so many people. And I'm looking at your page and I'm like, he's styling. And then, of course, y'all amazing pictures of the new edition. I'm like, oh, yes. that's, that's <laughs> dope. Does your, does your girlfriend or your wife or your significant other, do they ever make you style them? Yes, and I'll be like, it's so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> She'll be like, oh, you can style everybody else, but you can't style me. Yep. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's go ahead and do us a little shoot real quick and I kill never. it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so crazy. Uh, my boyfriend, he actually has a production um, – production firm he's a photographer i never style him either and we never really like <laughs> shoot together that much either he like he has his thing i have my own thing so yeah i definitely know how that goes it's well, crazy she you. be styling me more than i style her <laughs> that's because women we we know what we want to see <laughs> right. like, do this do this do this oh cool thank you so so much did you have anything that you wanted to leave us with where can we find you what's coming up next um absolutely well you can definitely find me um on my instagram which is official b hunt um mm-hmm. my business instagram the vintage apparel or you can just go to you know the website levintageapparel.com um and what i can leave with y'all man i do not know <laughs> i just want <laughs> uh, i do not know I just want people to to know that, you know, that uh, I am all about love and enjoy peace. And so when they visit the page, I want them to to feel that, 
and I want that want to exude that in everything I do. So perfect. Well, thank you so 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 much yes. for your time, and thank you guys for listening to Dear Stylist. That was episode five with B Hunt. I'm super excited for you guys to check him out and see what he has going on, and we'll talk to you guys later.